Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 355. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. We are recording our uh, last day of the uh, year for us at the uh, Tony's Take Studios. We're having our little uh, company party here at Andy's festive center here. It's got lights everywhere. It's like a little Bavarian house in here, if you ask me, Andy. Uh, quite lovely. And, yeah, uh, and there's like this German guy and a group of other weirdos that just came in. Like, I don't know what's going on. It's very strange. What? Oh, boy. <laughs> He's going to yodel. We are all recording best of podcast tonight. Um, that'll probably be dropping, though, next week in, in lieu of our traditional pods. So those are quite fun and entertaining and uh, a very good one to recommend to newcomers to the pod to uh, try us out with. They're, they're quite entertaining. So share with a friend for sure next week. Uh, but we got some stuff to get to uh, on this podcast. Uh, we're going to start out with Jonathan Majors. It it came to fruition. He is kaput. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see uh, what's going to happen over the rest of his life. But uh, he has been found guilty of a couple of the charges. So this is a the actor from Creed three, and uh, you know he was going to be in the Marvel movies, but only made one of them. Um, but yeah, good good young actor, really promising. Um, had a movie that was, was supposed to Creed, be, so yeah, he had a movie that was he was supposed to get like um, an Oscar nomination for that that uh, was through Disney that they just kind of canceled. Like uh, I don't know if the movie will ever be released, but yeah, he was uh, found guilty of I believe it was reckless assault uh, and then like harassment. So what, it wasn't it wasn't what does the that mean? so it wasn't the you know, like worst charges. Um, so he was throwing punches in the air like Draymond Green and one landed. Yeah. yeah I mean, not not even that that <laughs> much, but basically that assault me. Well, yeah, that he was not trying to hurt, but he did hurt. So he was reckless in his actions and it resulted in an assault is the best I can put together. But um, yeah, I was I was very shocked by this result because of uh, I've been kind of following this along. And while there's some really bad stuff that came out about him. It didn't necessarily mean he was guilty of anything. It seemed like there was evidence uh, that he was not going to be guilty, at least in my mind. Um, but yeah, if you if you paid attention a little bit to the story, that the the part of it you probably heard was uh, about things that happened in 2022. Uh, the first part of it was that uh, his girlfriend um, at some point hurt her head in some way, which we still don't know, uh, and he convinced her to not go and seek medical attention because people would think he had something to do with it. Um, and that's a very bad look. And maybe well, he was right about saying that. saying to, yeah, you're fine, sounds more sketchy than you saying, you know what, that looks bad. You should go see about that. Because we all have enthusiasm. We know this is something that could happen to Larry David. You know, what? that sounds like a Curb episode. Like, what did you do to this lady, sir? Oh, she ran into the golf cart. You know, that's all he could have, that's all he had yeah, to say. Yeah, so th this was, well, this was a, this has nothing to do with the thing he was actually um, charged with. Oh. This was, again, this was like six months before that, uh, sometime in 2022. Basically, he said he was, 
people wouldn't believe believe him that he had nothing to do with it. If he went, if she went to the hospital with, you know, a head injury that he said that people would think, okay, I'm a black man, you're a white woman, they're going to blame me. And well, that's racist. To yeah. Think that. Well, maybe he was right based on uh, <laughs> the results of this case. Um, but yeah, we don't we don't know if he actually had anything to do with that. Was it an accident? Did he? Uh, you know, nudge her, and that's why she hit her head. Was a completely like she hasn't said anything about that, and yeah, it's not. I don't think it's really necessarily relevant to this case, but it is a bad look for him. Uh, the other thing was that uh, there was a recording of a text message or leaked text message or something where he and then he was yelling at her. She, she invited a friend over to their apartment, and he then like screamed at her that she's not allowed to bring people over to to the apartment, and and said that he needs. Uh, you know, a woman to support him because he's a great man and he's going to do great things and that he's looking for his Coretta Scott King uh, and that he wants it to be her. And that is a psycho thing to say. Um, Coretta Scott King is uh, Martin Luther King's wife. Um, and it's just very, oh, wow. okay. very, very weird. Like this guy clearly thinks uh, a lot of himself, too. <laughs> no, it also doesn't do him any favors is that he played such a convincingly good bad guy in Creed. Yes. Yeah. So um, I don't so, know if that affects a jury or not. It um, does. Come on. But these these two stories are kind of the bigger things to come out. And in my mind, they're not they're not necessarily relevant. They're not part of the events that he was being charged with. But uh, it gets part of the case because it's supposed to establish character. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't think he has high character. I think he's a, a weird freak actor. He um, and a lot of them are. Did just stop a teen fight in <laughs> yeah. like a a truck stopper or something, if you recall. I think a, a month or two. Yeah, ago. I don't know so. if that was staged, whatever that was about, or not. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, when the, the the timeline of of like what happened here, it, it to me, like I said, like what well, the stuff that came out, it seemed like okay. I don't think he's He's not necessarily guilty of assault here. So, uh, you know, she was trying, he was, she was trying to get his phone because she suspected he was cheating and they fought over it. And then she tried to want to run away and he caught her and put her back in the car. And then he started running away, which was, uh, shown on video. Pretty funny. People were posting that. It's just, you know, a big guy running in the streets of New York with this little blonde woman chasing him. Um, and that the taxi driver said that, like, well, she was actually the ag- 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 aggressor. Uh, in this scenario, but uh, yeah, the whole thing is during that little fight in the taxi, he allegedly broke her finger, which her finger was broken. Um, so I think that's kind of what what did him in here. But uh, the sad part of it is that after that incident, he basically texted her and said, "I'm getting a hotel room. Uh, we're done. We'll talk about this in the morning." She went out and partied and got wasted. And the next morning, when he came to their apartment, she was uh, half naked and completely unresponsive. And he called the cops thinking she had tried to kill herself. He did the right thing. There's an audio of the, of the 911 call. And he seemed like a good guy in all this. Was very concerned. And the cops come. And then she, when they finally get her awake, she said, oh, he broke my finger. And they put him under arrest. So it's shitty. In my mind, he, had he done nothing? Had he been like, well, fuck this bitch. I'm leaving. He, none of this would ever have happened. <laughs> and that's kind of crazy. And, uh. I think people had people have a, a thirst for blood in these kinds of cases because for so long, uh, I think victims of abuse have not gone. Uh, uh, you know, the, the perpetrators have gone uh, free. And so now we want to go the opposite way and make sure we uh, actually convict people. And uh, I'm not so sure that this uh, was 
I think he is abusive in different ways. I don't think this was the thing to get him on. And uh, yes, he was subsequently, he was fired by Marvel. Um, And I understand. People love to tar and feather. Yeah, I think, I understand Disney. Be like, well, we don't want this guy um, being in kids movies. Um, But I will be interested to see what his future career is. Uh, He probably won't go to jail for this. I think he could be jailed for up to a year. Um, But again, he's never, doesn't have a criminal record at all. Um, so it's not like one of these things. It's not, it's not a John Morant situation where, well, this is the third time this has happened. Uh, I think he's just and kind he of a, a psycho. Just 15 years or something in the joint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that is, that is the irony of this is, is, you know, Creed three is about a guy who was, you know, somewhat wrongfully imprisoned. I mean, he did commit a crime, I think in that movie, but it was like kind of wrong place, wrong time thing. And, uh, but one of the most Creed very talented, stuff and he ran yeah, I, and just i believe like that was the cop or something yeah i believe that was the scenario um but yeah super talented guy who once he gets out of prison he you know he has no time for this he's gonna he's gonna make it and it's like is jonathan majors gonna do that is he gonna like be like yeah maybe he's not living in prison? the life of this yeah is he not he won't be in prison but like he won't be allowed in things and then like five years he's from gonna, now he'll, he's gonna get know. out of jail and he's gonna fight uh jake paul Sure. Yeah. There you go. Now, here's the weird thing about our society and culture is that um, if I wanted to put Mike Tyson in like a Disney movie, they'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. Mike Tyson. We love him. Yeah. Well, he has a uh, list. Yeah, Mike Tyson, convicted rapist. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Majors, convicted of reckless assault. So accidentally breaking someone's finger yeah. while trying to grab his phone but back. Um, when was Mike Tyson convicted of rape? Like 30 years ago or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so no one gives a shit. That didn't happen in the Twitter world. Yeah. Now everything is documented, Andy. But people will forget about this in three years. It'll be fine. We'll see. Yeah. Like, like again, I don't... This is not Kevin Spacey who had, like, multiple allegations of creepy assault behavior. Uh, this is one bad thing. Um, but, yeah, I, don't, I think it'll be hard for majors to shake the other weird shit where it's like, this guy's really weird and said some weird shit. And yeah, the other thing I said, everyone he like worked with him was like, no, nah, I didn't really like work with him. He was weird and intense. And so he didn't really have any defenders like versus like Johnny Depp, where it's like had like a million friends come forward and be like, yeah, we'd love Johnny Depp. So a uh, different situation mm-hmm. there. Also, Johnny Depp built like a woman and this guy is built <laughs> like the rock. So, yeah, I mean, that that is a thing. He's a, he's a scary black that man. It goes compared. a long way. He's intimidating looking. He's gigantic. I think his lawyers even like said stuff about that. It's like, oh, another another black man getting <laughs> found guilty by the system. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Jonathan, <laughs> how quickly can go Adrian and the piano need you to drop like a hundred pounds? Well, that was uh, we had some technical difficulties there. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. You dropped right, like well, every let's... third syllable on whatever you just <laughs> said there, which made it really hard to hear. I could not translate I hope that. It picked up. I- I said, go Adrian Brody and the pianist. Drop okay, 100 that pounds. that sounds a lot better there than go, what there I you go. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's move on and talk about Warner Brothers and Paramount potentially merging. Yeah, so Paramount's for sale. Uh, a rumor was, or not even rumor, confirmed that uh, Warner Brothers did meet with the people at Paramount for potentially a merger. Um, I don't know how it's going to work. Warner Brothers is, is poor. Uh, they took a lot of debt to do the whole Discovery deal thing. So, um, But that would that would clear some of the... Uh, streaming services out combined Paramount Plus and uh, Max, but uh, that would mean Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network under the same company. I don't know if that would be a problem. Oh, uh, yeah, cats Monopoly and dogs on, fighting. Yeah, Monopoly yeah. on kids entertainment. 
or I guess now there's still Disney, but um, be them Disney. Yeah. When I was a kid, you know, Disney Channel was for like the richest families around. Yeah, yeah. that didn't exist. Yeah. Times have changed. And we'll see if they change more. But yeah, n- nothing more to report. Just uh, wanted to get that one out there. Well, we'll we'll keep updated on that. I I don't like the sound of that just because I have Paramount for free somehow still, and I imagine that would go away if that app went away. Um, I'm paying for six months at two ninety nine a month. Uh, Black Friday sale on HBO Max, so pretty good there. All right, let's uh, talk about. Forgive me, my phone recorrected uh, to Andre Braidher, but I think his name is Andre Baumgarten. Brower. Garden, something like that. Brower. Brower. That was close. Brower. Not as German. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, he was a, a great actor in a bunch of shows and movies over the years. Uh, he died at 61 only, I think it was. Uh, it turned out uh, lung but cancer. Had- uh, but yeah, he probably most recently people would know him from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where he uh, played Captain Holt. It was just you know, a standout character. And just it made that show work because he is... Uh, an excellent dramatic actor. They put him in this this comedy where his entire role is to be completely deadpan and serious, and he just was incredible. Like it, it, it he did exactly what they needed, and it was perfect. And uh, yeah, just very, very much. We made also, the show. he he has a Lance Reddick thing about him, which is super eerie because he also just passed. Yeah, I was going to bring that up because yeah, they're. They're both guys that starred in David Simon Baltimore cop shows because one of the other things he's known for, um, Homicide uh, from the from the nineties. That was the the show before The Wire. Um, yeah, and Lance Reddick was from The Wire. So yeah, both guys with uh, incredible voices. Uh, both yeah, both passing this year. Um, and Lance Reddick was also similarly great at comedy. When you throw him into something where he just he'd do the Lance Reddick thing, but it would be in a comedy and yeah. it'd be hilarious. And yeah, so very very similar here, but. Um, very eerie yeah and then when I op- so when I opened Peacock the night this was announced they put right there in recommended I don't I had to be not a coincidence where it's like watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine we got it you're probably thinking about it so watch it it's like, yeah. okay <laughs> so I did Still watch one it. episode uh, in, in his memory so very good he will be alright um, Curb Your Enthusiasm ending uh, officially uh with a, a, a little asterisk there. Who knows if this is going to be official, but they're ending. They're saying it's After the final 12, season. 12 seasons. Yeah, they're saying it's the final season. So coming February 4th, uh, I I buy that it's going to be the final season because Larry David's He's 75. Old. He is old. Yeah. He is uh, like, I think for 75, you should just retire and not like get into politics or anything like that. Like, definitely not. <laughs> um, like, TV shows are hard enough, but. Um. Priuses are expensive, Andy, so. Uh, yeah, Larry David has enough money. He doesn't need to keep working. Um, but yeah, he could still do things. You don't need to be in a full-time TV show. How much money does he have compared to Jerry Seinfeld? Mm, that's interesting. They probably have equal amounts from Seinfeld. So then you're trying to compare. Like, like he did Curb, but like Jerry's done like comedy. Like, yeah. And he's got a car collection worth yeah. probably yeah, several true. hundred. Not well, I'm saying hundred, but uh, you know, million. Well, yeah. technical difficulties. Sorry, but uh, I mean, how much money is Seinfeld? Do you think made post Seinfeld just doing comedy? He probably can make a ton of money just doing one show, right? He's playing at like the Hollywood Bowl or something yeah. like that. I think in May or something. I'm sure he makes a ton of money. I, saw that. I know yeah. he doesn't really tour, um, but yeah, when he so, does just one offs, that's gonna be a good one. Jerry Seinfeld's net 
is reported at 1.2 billion. No one knows that those are real. So you don't have a tax I know. Returns. That's why I said reported. Yeah. Larry David is reportedly worth 400 million. Okay. Well, who knows? So there you go. Yeah. He's got B movie money. Sure. And what happened to that Pop Tart movie? You remember that he was making a movie about Pop Tarts? Uh, Rider Strike. That's that <laughs> will come out next year. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I look forward to it. I mean, it's always funny. Um, probably was also going to be losing. Uh, what's his name? Doesn't he have cancer now? What? Who? Larry David? I'm blanking on the guy. No. Richard Lewis. Oh, yeah. I think he's been, well, I think he's been sick for a while for different things, but. Yeah. I don't know so, if he's. I, who's Richard Lewis? Plays one of his friends. He's, he's a comic. That's one of his good friends. The yeah. bigger guy? No. No. The guy who's like his actual That's Jeff his, like, Gold, friend. Uh, Garland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His comedy friend. Yeah, Where's all Jeff black? Jeff plays his manager. He's kind of got a mullet thing. Yeah, you get the long 90s haircut. Uh, I'd have to see the show then. <laughs> Well, I'm sure this Robin last Hood, season Men will. Tights, I believe. There you go. I'm sure this last season will be solid, like they all are. So look forward to that. All right. Well, we've got some trailers. Andy, tell us about Civil War. This looks oh, you weird. Skipped, you skipped the important story here. Oh, I yeah. did. Saw. Yeah, Saw Eleven uh, confirmed. Already coming out next year. So they they uh, went quick. They they knew that last one was going to be a success. So uh, that's all I have to say about it. We got we got Saw coming next year. It's good for everyone. Andy's going Forrest Gump on us. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got trailers. We can do trailers now. I got three of them. Civil War. This uh, looks like it's basically what was that one where they were hunting people? Yeah, the hunt. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't it know just seems very similar to that. So this is uh, from Alex Garland. Uh, did Ex Machina, Annihilation. Uh, one of one of my favorite filmmakers. Uh, this is. A twenty four is most expensive movie ever. It's a seventy five million dollar budget. It looks like uh, you know a lot of guns and stuff. It, it, it is. It's called Civil War. It is about a civil war, um, and people were making fun of that. Uh, in this civil war, Texas and California are allies, which is like people are like, well, that wouldn't happen. But yeah, there must be some a good explanation for that. But uh, we'll have to see. Uh, I like that it's uh, returning the uh, the married couple, uh, Kirsten Dunst and uh, Jesse Plemons. I think it's yeah. They're like he looks fourth weird. time. He- horrifying yeah i mean he's he's always even when he's supposed to be a nice guy there's something scary about him that's true i Uh, guess yeah don't get his uncles in this movie sure yeah i mean i don't know what side they're on i mean if there's a civil war i'd go after them first or whatever side's gonna sell or buy something (laughs) from them probably yeah good business spin but horrifying (laughs) Uh, i don't know All right, um, and when is that due out? Uh, April 26th, so... All right, so not A few, few months. Yeah. Next is the talk of the town. Uh, Judge Reinhold is back. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, uh, the star of the Beverly Hills Cop series, Judge Reinhold, returning for a fourth film. Yeah. Uh, no, Eddie Murphy, if you didn't know, is the, is the star of the, the film, but uh, Judge Reinhold is... The close second. Yeah, his silly cop friend who has a, has quite an arc in that, that series. Um, I watched those movies, I think, a couple years ago. He's a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, the last one was made in like 94, and they've been trying to make one of these forever. I think uh, Eddie Murphy just kind of gave in. Like, 
after kind of like 10 years of irrelevance. He's been making a lot of movies lately. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't like this. It's not called Beverly Hills Cop 4. It's called Beverly Hills Cop colon Axel F. It's like, what? I, there's got to be a good a reason for that. licensing thing or something? I don't know. It's very, very weird. It's like, it's not even his full name. Like, No one is going to call it that. Yeah, it's Beverly Hills Cop 4. It's, a, it's also, it's a Netflix movie, isn't it? Yes. So. Yeah, so it's not even, so it's, it, it's Beverly Hills Cop 4. No one cares. Like, yeah. I'm sure it was a licensing thing. Warner Brothers is like, you're going to pay for this, or Universal, whoever has it. And they're like, no, we're not. Watch this. And that's how that happened. Yeah. And it looks like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, is going to be the younger cop that he has to team with. It's probably, I'm going to say he's probably going to end up being the bad guy, right? It's going to turn out like, oh, he's yeah. actually working for the Russians the whole time. Um, it would also be like, everything's offensive. You know, one of those guys, young guy on the force, yeah. Axel's old. Eddie Murphy's going to drop some Kind of like uh, words 22 Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah. I could, it could be, I feel like it'll be either or, but you're probably correct on he'll be the, uh, you know, did you see that coming thing? And I think, uh, Bronson, Wally World again, you think? You think coming back for the no. theme park action? Yeah, and George Lucas is going to make a cameo again? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, I think, uh, Bronson Pinchot is also coming back. He's someone you don't see too much. Well, he's uh, a anymore. ton of fun. Um, he was, I think, was like the concierge in the first one, and just like a silly guy. Um, Wait, oh, I was thinking it was a gay art dealer. He might have been that too. I don't know. He was something. You know that. Now you got me confused. I know. I'm I'm trying to remember. You know what what happened in any of these movies, and I don't. But I remember him being in them, and I think he was in the first two, even though it didn't make sense for him to be in the second one. Um. Oh yeah, Serge. Yeah, he there you is go. in the like the art store or something. Yes, remember? So, I think I'm thinking of Home Alone for some reason. I'm thinking of a concierge. It's just, just on my mind. Uh, very different character, obviously, That's, but it just yeah, on my mind. <laughs> yeah. No, he like he offers him like a drink water or something. He's like, no, don't be stupid. I'll do it. Yeah. So I believe he's coming back. You want to check his ID on TV he's while you're there? He's a ton. On, I, I am <laughs> checking it. He is in it. That confirmed it's Surge. There you go. It could be Sergey. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, wonderful. No, this will be a fun movie. Even if it sucks, I think anyone who likes the originals will enjoy this movie. So good get by Netflix. And that is summer. That, that's all we know at this point, right? It doesn't have yeah, a specific they date. They haven't said anything else. So coming July 4th. It's going to save the summer. Axel Foley. All right. Uh, next and last on the list, a movie called If. Yeah, it's IF, which stands for Imaginary Friends. Uh, this is John Krasinski's new movie, and uh, it doesn't look good to me. It looks weird. It's a kid's movie about a little girl who could see everyone's imaginary friend, not just her own, but everyone's, and they're all lonely because all the kids forget them. I I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm, it was, it's <laughs> I didn't horrifying. have an imaginary friend. Well, then you didn't leave anyone behind. Then so you're you're one of the good ones. I had a dog. Like, why would I talk to a wet an animal? I don't know. A lot of kids have them. Do you guys have imaginary friends? I don't think so. I mean, I I know I, my cousin did. I don't think I did. I had sports and siblings. I don't know. Yeah, if I did, I was way too young to remember. But I I don't think I did. I know shows. You know, they they did for sure. Oh, like Paranormal House, Activity someone, 3? One of those yeah. kids had one, but... So... I don't think I did. 
You know, it's funny. I didn't put it on this list, but I did see a trailer for a horror movie coming out next year. That is like almost the same presence or same premise. Uh, Tony probably would be interested in it, but it looks like a, a girl thinks like her doll is real or something. And everyone's like, oh, it's just her imaginary friend. Annabelle. But then, then it turns out actually it is like a creepy doll and it's going to. And there's like a scientist or like a therapist who's like, oh, these kids, they, uh, you know, create these things to make themselves feel better. And then it's like. The person who is, you know, already their kid died from it. He's like, this is really dangerous. You got to stop it. And it's just one of those horror movies. So I try to warn um, you. Yeah. So I think I could have. The guy talking to is a Civil War veteran. <laughs> Not the good kind. Yeah. Oh, but shit. That sounds like the kind of movie that uh, Tony would really like. Yeah. I yeah. It does, it like actually. a little girl talking to a doll that everyone's like, oh, it's fake. But it's actually like a demon in there. That's. That's got like three things that you really, really enjoy. <laughs> All my favorites. Yeah, that's in one. a promising <laughs> premise right there. Uh, and I don't know when that comes I, out. Who cares? It'll yeah. just a, in a, it'll just come up at some point. It'll be there before you know it. Yeah. But uh, this well, this IF movie is coming May seventeenth. Oh. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, we're gonna get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works through the dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is... T-O-N-Y. You're going to get 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony to get 65% off the dog leash... You didn't know you needed, and the dog leash you've been waiting for. Ecliplessleash.com. All right, I have about one and a half. So I have two. Uh, one is Andy and I's that we watched together that we can probably just do last. You want to just do that one last? Sure. Because the weirdest one. Yeah, that, that's why I think we should do that one last because it was very unique. And then, uh, and then other than that, I have one other one that'll be quick because Andy actually talked about it not too long ago. So I guess if Andy, you want to knock out a couple here, then Dobby and I can finish our one. Sure. Uh, I'll go with a, a weird comedy on Peacock from a uh, sketch comedy group called Please Don't Please Don't Destroy. <laughs> uh, they do a sketch on Saturday Night Live for like the past three years. Um, and I just found out recently that they uh, their legacies at Saturday Night Live, that a couple of the guys are actually the sons of former writers, um, including uh, the guy who's... Martin Hurley, son of Tim Hurley, who is a frequent collaborator collaborator of Adam Sandler, uh, including co-writing QB Halloween Sean. So there you go. Oh, wonderful. Um, but yeah, I really like their stuff on SNL. I usually watch it on YouTube, whatever uh, one they have for the week. But uh, they made this uh, movie for Peacock, uh, Treasure of Foggy Mountain. And uh, it's really stupid. Uh, I don't think it's good. But there's definitely stuff I, I enjoyed. It, it's it's in the vein of like a hot rod, but even weirder and less of a plot. I thought it was more like a strange wilderness. Well, I saw the, yeah. uh, the album art thing. I, I think that's a good comparison as well. There's a lot a lot of like SNL people that are in it. Conan Conan is in it. Conan plays one of their dads and he owns a like a outdoor store type place. Um, it's Mike Baxter. Sure. Yeah, it's like that. Um, the kid, one of the kids from Stranger Things is in it as himself. And that, that was kind of funny. I, I enjoyed that part of it. What? Um, like they treat him like he's like one of the biggest celebrities in the world. Um, you know, the kid with like the teeth that's all messed up. 
Oh, like the small teeth. Oh, the little yeah. like Hawaiian kid or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if he's yeah. fine or not. But. Yeah, no. So his teeth are still messed up. He hasn't paid to fix those. No, I think he's fine now. But he's still like he was thirteen, and now he's like twenty-two, and it's one of those weird things. Are where, they all like yeah, fuck? When did Stranger Things come out? Twenty fifteen. This kid Shit. is twenty-one years old. Yeah, Gatton Matarazzo. Yeah, is he Hawaiian? Eight. Where's he from? <laughs> that sounds like he's from sis. I don't know. Uh, he's he's born in Queens. Oh. Close. I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> Born in New London, Connecticut. He is five foot four and a half. <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be taken at like his you know teenage years or something, right? I don't know. I gotta watch the movie again. See compare him Is that considered people. a little person? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I, I I like that this exists because you know, it's free, it's out there, and there's just not many comedies being made. And like like I said, there's some funny stuff that, that happens in it, and you could watch it and chuckle sometimes. Um, but yeah, there's just there's not there's not com- comedies don't get made anymore. And Oh Andy, you're burying the lead. It's narrated by John Goodman. It is. It's kind of I don't know why. Um why is there a narrator in this movie? Yeah, it's a doesn't I don't think it adds it to anything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's there. You can watch it if you want on Peacock. I mean, if you can get John Goodman to do, I mean, obviously you're going to say, of course. Yeah. I'm on a plane. I'll record my lines from there. Yeah. And again, like I guess the two of the guys have dads who worked on SNL and they probably knew John Goodman already. So yeah. Yeah. And then they, they always get, they always get the celebrity host to do their sketch too. Like they, like the one, there's one with Timmy Chalamet from a couple weeks ago. That was uh, pretty funny. It's like so. I think they have you know good relationships with their their celebrities, but yeah, no. Timothy Chalamet was not in this movie. Yeah, well, he's a big kid. Yeah. All right, were you going to do another, or are we move? Yeah, on? let me let me do one more. Another uh, streaming movie that came out recently, uh, "Leave the World Behind" from uh, Sam Esmail, the creator of Mr. Robot. Uh, this came out on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Uh, great cast in this. You got uh, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Uh, and they play a, a couple from New York who uh, rent an Airbnb on Long Island just to, you know, leave the world behind, if you will. Um, and while they're there that night, um, the, the Internet is out and a stranger knocks on the door and it's Mahershala Ali. And he's there with a, uh, his daughter and he's like, uh, I'm, I'm actually the owner of the house. And uh, there was a, uh, a blackout in New York City and I had to I have to come here. Um, is that fine? Can I stay in the, the guest room because it is my house? Very weird scenario. And uh, how you know, does he st- prove that? Uh, that was part of it. He's like, well, how do I know your name? If, you know, I would, that's the only way I'd know your name. And so, so Julie Roberts is very skeptical, but Ethan Hawke is like, no, yeah, come on. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, come Ethan in. Hawke's like, yeah, I, I have a, a basement with a phone. So you're going to be yeah. fucked if you try to pull any weird stuff. Um, but like, you could tell that uh, Mahershala Ali's character knows a little more that's going on, and it's you know the world is the world is the world fine. These people have gone and uh, you know tried to get away, and maybe something horrible has happened, and because he's a little like sketchy, and uh, so it's a, a thriller like, the like last that. M Night movie. Yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of a of an M Night movie or like Hitchcock or Twilight Zone. Uh, I thought it was really good. I. Just and it just kind of goes. Kevin Bacon's also in it. Uh, I see that. I like that. It's really just one long scene with him, but he does a great job. He's Kevin Bacon. Um, so you'd recommend Andy? Yeah, I, I think I think it's really good. I think 
Maybe some people turned off because it's, it's slower. It's two hours and 20 minutes when and it's That's not like one. tons of stuff happening. But it is like setting the mood of like, okay, well, what what's going on? Like, do you really does anyone really know? Um, especially when the Internet goes out, you know, people can't live without the Internet. No, they can't. You don't know what's going or on. Or without air. How does sure. the how does the Internet go out? Who knows? That's, you got to see the movie show. Yeah. I guess it'll yeah, drive you crazy. It It'd be cool to see the internet go out for two days and just well, see people's heads. Expand. I remember yeah. like a few, uh, Andy won't be able to relate to this, but I remember uh, actually you wouldn't have been able to either at the time, Sean, but a few months, a few months back sometime in the summer, like Instagram went down and I think everybody thought they just didn't have reception where they were at because everybody's refreshing it. And then they ended up making yes. like, then of course, like memes came out saying like everybody for the last, like, you know, whatever minutes thinking they didn't have reception, but yeah, I guess the, Instagram was having technical difficulties for like, you know, a half hour, 20 minutes, something like that. But it was just like so funny to think like it is crazy to think because I mean, I'll even have to admit myself, I I hate it. But I find myself even out of habit, you know, I'll pick up my phone, go to Instagram and I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. I'm just <laughs> it's like a habit to like open it up, scroll your thumb down and look for like four seconds, and then put it back down. And you're like, what did I even just look at? But yeah, well. Yeah, I saw this pop up on Netflix the other night, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe. And maybe I'll, I'll check it out, obviously, after the holidays, because right now I'm on a strict Daddy's Home 2, uh, Scrooge, Elf, Home Alone, Santa Claus, you know, the routine. Yeah, you got to enjoy like a, it while you can. I'm not watching this stuff on the 26th. Yeah, this is like a summer movie. I mean, they, they go to the beach and stuff like that, so definitely Well, definitely I'm also not. curious, why is he in a tuxedo when he goes to the door? He came from a gala. So he's like super rich loaded guy. Well, so if it's this fancy house, at least I presume it's fancy. Oh, yeah. I don't really see much of it, but the door looks big. So that's always a giveaway. It's a big house. Yeah, very nice house. Pretty good. Um, I have one and a half, Tony. I think you said you had one too. Yeah, I have one and then one with Andy that we'll do at the end. Okay, I'll do mine, then we'll go to you, and then you guys can close out. I'll be quick on my one and a half. I watched about half of something I saw on Amazon. You know how I give things a chance for holiday theme. It's too long at almost two hours, but it does already Murphy spoke about. Uh, Amazon original Andy Kane Lane. Uh, there's some other people of note in here, including uh, Nick Offerman, uh, David Allen Greer, and Ken Marino. Uh, also, also, Timothy Simons, a lot of people know him as uh, Jonah from Veep. It is about a guy who gets into a, a lighting contest with his neighborhood uh, and some people sponsors it and you can win $100,000. It's in El Segundo, so it's a local show, uh, you know, right by LAX and all that fun stuff. And um, there's components of like a Goosebumps episode or something. And it just, I don't know, it's so long. I think I made it about an hour 15, kind of half paying attention, half shopping on Amazon, and I finally shut it down. I I couldn't do it. I think if I was 13 or younger, I would have paid full fare and and got all the way to the end of the movie, but I couldn't make it. Um, So I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, It's Like I said, it's, it's a long... It's a tough putt to f- complete that thing at two hours. Um, also, I think we were just talking about the lady. Um, Gillian Bell. 
Um, from the night before. Were we just yeah. talking about her? Yeah. yeah, she's in it, and she's the evil person, her, right? I, I saw I, I this don't trailer. Know. Like, she, yeah. I, she doesn't do it for me as an actress because I feel like she plays the same thing in everything. Like even in the Goosebumps movie, she's like the weird aunt. Like here, well, she's a name. weird sales lady at this makeup yeah. pop-up Christmas shop. I don't want to curse give away, those you workaholics know. for introducing us. Yeah, so I I don't know. I it wasn't for me, but what I did enjoy was a movie called The Man Who Invented Christmas. Are you guys familiar with this? I had never heard of I, this. this is I like literally saw it recommended to me yesterday. It's about Dickens? Yes. Yeah. So what is really fun about this is also on Amazon is where I watched it. Hour 45, PG movie from 2017. It follows Charles Dickens in London as a once was very successful movie or uh, author to the last couple of books he wrote didn't do so hot uh, kind of a guy who's in debt and uh, he had one last shot basically and he's going to come up with this book and it becomes the nightmare before or nightmare the Christmas Carol good grief <laughs> um, it's phenomenal it's a ton of fun it's a little slow I guess if you're looking for the Christmas pizzazz of a movie like Elf but it's super fun uh the characters come to life as he's thinking them up and writing them onto the page. So you still see Scrooge and all those kinds of characters, the gross uh, ghost of Christmas past and all that kind of stuff. I enjoyed this a lot. And I, I it's a movie I never heard about, uh, before. And Stevens plays, uh, Mr. Dickens, but then you have Christopher Plummer as Scrooge. And, and he's uh, I really dead, enjoyed so, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really haunting now. Um, uh, like I said, you can watch it on Prime, and it's a good Christmas movie. It's still basically watching, you know, A Christmas Carol or Scrooge. It's just about him making this story up. And there's kind of, and it's true or not, I, I don't know. I didn't delve into the, the truth of beyond this and how this story came about. But different people within his life are how he based these characters in this book. So he met a real life person that made him think of this character Scrooge or the person that made him think of tiny Tim or, or things like that. It, it's very interesting. Um, I highly recommend that one for a, a Christmas watch that might be beyond your typical Christmas vacation or elf or something you've watched, you know, 900 times. It's nice to venture out, but they're not all, they're not all winners. So, but that one, I, I enjoyed that one. Did you, uh, after watching that, get recommended that Ben Affleck one that I said existed and you didn't believe me? I, I pop up. Uh, is that stealing Christmas or something like that? I, something like that. Surviving Christmas. Surviving Christmas. was the other guy in there. I watched that a couple years ago. It's bad, but it's it's yeah. it's passable. I looked it up at an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. I I said it's bad, but it's passable <laughs> because of the cast. Christina Applegate, I think, is also in it. Um, kid from Sex Drive is in it, I think, as the son, and then Catherine O'Hara. Um, but yeah, it, it I, I forgot it, that movie existed. Put it to you that way, it's it's bad, but you can watch it every couple of years, I guess. You can put it in the lineup. Tony, yeah. So I watched uh, on Netflix, which I believe Andy talked about not too long ago, was uh, No Hard Feelings with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and. Um, I, I it was 
uh, enjoyable, kept me entertained for an hour, hour 40, hour and a half, whatever it is. Uh, just kind of a funny concept because Jennifer Lawrence, honestly, in that movie reminds me of uh, some girls I feel like that I personally know where it's like, here they are in their early 30s or something like that. And they're like, do they eventually want kids, something like that? I don't know. But then it's also like the way they have these guys that they kind of just rotate through that then are also going just crazy over them because they just give them no reason why they stopped talking to them and just stuff like that. So it was like kind of a uh, kind of funny. And then just the whole fact that um, she's, uh, you know, the whole thing is like she just needs a car. So it's like here she is supposed to like take basically the virginity of a 18 year old boy. So he's able to uh, go to college with experience and stuff like that. But man, I didn't feel old until I saw Matthew Broderick, though, in that film. I mean, geez. That does not look like he enjoyed Ferris Bueller's day off a little too much in that movie. Like kind of longer hair, like oh, a little overweight now and stuff. It's like, damn, it's like how uh, times have changed. But it was enjoyable. The, the parents are funny because it, I just feel like it, it would be how overly rich parents in like the suburbs of New York would be if they had a uh, one child and stuff. And their son was a little, you know, kind of in a, living in a, sh- in, a, in a, what, under a shell, I guess. Was that, was that the term? I guess fine. Yeah. Yeah. So under a rock. Yeah, that works too. But uh, yeah, so good. Uh, pretty decent movie. You know, anybody's out there, you want to kill an hour and a half. You know, you're sitting at home on a weeknight or weekend. Uh, throw it on. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is obviously always great. So funny, funny, enjoyable movie. Yeah. Here, uh, here's my. I'll add to this because I relates to what I talked about before. Uh, it's probably one of the five best comedies released this year yeah. because there just isn't that much competition. So, uh, yeah, if you, you want to see a comedy, this is this is one of them. It's, it's gotten dire. Uh, it's so sad. Yeah, definitely a bummer. But I guess, Andy, it's your turn you guys to finish off. Out. Yeah. yeah, so I got two more before our last one here. Um, and they'll be quick here. Uh, I watched a Christmas horror movie that I've seen recommended to me multiple times. So I'm like, I should just watch this. Uh, called Better Watch Out, and it was strange. Uh, so I guess it's kind of Home Alone-ish. It's definitely playing on that. There's definitely a direct reference to Home Alone. Uh, but it is a, um, and also very similar to the movie The the Babysitter. Remember that one we watched? Like, yeah, yeah, so I do, because like I still like a, see it on Netflix. Yeah, it's like a 12-year-old um, who has like a 17-year-old babysitter that he's in love with, and uh, she's coming over to to watch him. The parents are going out to a Christmas party, so it's, Christmas themed here. Um, and he's like trying to figure out ways to like seduce her. And he's reading on the internet and like, Oh, we should watch a horror movie. Cause then she'll be frightened and uh, she'll be more receptive. And it's like, it's, it's funny cause he's, you know, a 12 year old. Um, but also that's like creepy. Um, and then uh, while they're there, uh, the internet goes out again in this movie. That's a, that's a theme of movies for some reason. The internet goes out, not the power, just the internet, and they can't call anyone. And like, uh, strange people like come to the house, and uh, they throw a brick through there that says like, "If you try to leave, we'll kill you." Um, and like, the, the kid had a friend over too, and the kid runs away, and like, you just see him get like taken down, and it's like, "Oh shit!" And it's like, "What's going on?" So it's like a home invasion thing. Um, but then there are like five more twists in this movie, and it goes some weird places um, that I. I don't think I can recommend this movie to Tony. I don't know if he'd enjoy it. I should <laughs> maybe tell you what happens, um, but it seems like I could I could picture you watching this and being just be like, I hate this. This was <laughs> not what I wanted because it it's not like I just set up that little scenario. Yeah, that's not what the movie is, but that is how it starts, and that's what you think it's going to be. 
uh, and it gets into some some weird, wild things. But um, yeah, I think it's all right. I know some people really this has some really good reviews because um, I think it is creative and original. But I didn't love it. Um, it does have some holiday theme there. It's got a uh, David Putty as the dad, but he's only at the very beginning and just doesn't do anything. But it's like a waste of him. Um, but he is there. You will recognize him. And that's about it. But um, yeah, that's called Better Watch Out. It was on uh, Amazon. I think it's on some other places. But yeah, and then my last one is a new movie I saw in theaters called Eileen uh, with Anne Hathaway. Uh, it's about a uh, girl in her 20s. It's, t- it's in like the 1960s, I think. In Massachusetts on the coast, so just some good some good accents there. Um, she works at a child's prison, like a boy's prison, and her dad, uh, played by Shea Wiggum, who I think we love in this podcast. Oh, I thought you were thinking of Chief Wiggum, yeah, but he, he was he was the chief of police. But the mom died, and now he's just a horrible alcoholic, and he has had to quit the force and just gets drunk every day. And she goes home to take care of him. It's really like brutal to watch. Um, but yeah, Anne Hathaway gets hired on as the. Um, therapist psychiatrist whatever for for the the prison there and uh this young woman kind of like falls in love with her and like that's the idea of a of an independent woman who i want to be and um just kind of like tries to be part be friends with her and everything and it is uh and that movie goes in some weird places has some twists and stuff that i didn't think but uh, i enjoyed it just a solid little 90 minute thriller uh very good actors in there um i don't know i'm blanking on her name the main character from uh, she was in the M. Night Shyamalan Beach movie. She was in, um, I'm blanking on all the movies, Last Night in Soho. I like her. She's a good, good young, good young actress. Um, and she's very good in this movie. And Anne Hathaway is just, Anne Hathaway is like one of the best actresses. She's just perfect at playing like a, a rich lady who's better than everyone and smarter than everyone. She's like, oh, this is the perfect role for her. She should just do this forever. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Eileen, what it's called. And now we can do our last one. Yeah, our last one here, uh, which I completely forgot that we watched because it just feels I like it was so long well. ago, like almost 10 days ago now, whatever that Monday yeah. was, because we've been thrown off the last couple of weeks, which I feel like happens a lot during the holiday season. Last week, we recorded on a Monday instead of our normal Tuesday. This week, we're recording on a Wednesday instead of our normal Tuesday. So it's always a little thrown off. But yeah, we watched... Uh, we. I don't even know how we came or how like this was what we stuck on. I thought we were going to just turn it on for like a little bit. Next thing you know, an hour and 45 minutes later, we're finishing it. Yeah, so... On Max's like holiday stuff, they had the Adult Swim Yule Log, and you know you have those things on streaming services. You could put the Yule Log in the background. Um, but I saw it was Adult Swim, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna do some weird things. It'll be kind of funny. And I thought it would be like a 22 minute thing or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna fast forward until when it gets weird. And I did that, but it turns out this was actually like an hour and 40 minutes long. And it, it, got, gets, it got weird quick. <laughs> it gets into the the movie in like maybe five, ten minutes. Um, it pulls out of the Yule Log and has like a full length uh, comedy parody horror movie that was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Um, where it's like. I'd give it that. So it's, it's crazy that it's almost very similar to um, Barbarian. Uh, so this came yeah. out. I wonder if they filmed it because it came out last December. I wonder if they like knew what the premise of Barbarian was because it's. A couple at an Airbnb in like the mountains in a you know small town, um, and they start to have this deep conversation, and then another group of people come like, "Hey, we rented out this this cabin for the weekend," um, and like, "Well, I guess you know we're not gonna we have to stay here. We can't turn around. We're in this you know snowy mountain." Um, and then I guess the what do you say the 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 fire 
becomes a demon and haunts them. Like, yeah, it was <laughs> definitely interesting. Uh, a, an Asian stoner guy crawls into the fireplace and goes into a different dimension. And he goes into his past and ends up accidentally like killing his mom or something. <laughs> it is nonsense, but it is, it's it, it is nonsense. The whole movie's nonsense, but it, and then it's also the killings that happen when the log will like come out of the fireplace is absolutely like beyond brutal murders too. It like almost makes Terrifier look PG. No, I'm joking. That's not the case at all. But it it really is just over the top. Like this thing is just a super human log, and it's just bashes the one guy in the shower and just like his like face is absolutely like destroyed in and stuff and it's 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 really dumb and, comedy uh, we did confirm that this was the same guy who did the uh too many cooks. too many cooks yeah so he's done a few of these adult swim random things so but this was a, this ended up being like probably a full like 90 minute movie <laughs> uh, based on a log streaming thing so um, yeah it's a it's a fun thing if you're gonna if you're going to have like a little Christmas get together, you put that on. You don't have to pay too much attention. You just look, you glance over and you're like, what the fuck's going on here? Why are, what, is that an alien? Yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it kept us entertained. I guess that's the, what matters. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're for, right? Well, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 355 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you very much. We'll see you in the new year.